Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Your host, Gene Hodge, is a training consultant and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. Gene brings over 20 years of experience and innovation in information systems, training, and management earned at Cigna Corporation, the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, and Pitney Bowes World Headquarters. He has taught computer and information technology courses at several universities. He has also presented career transition workshops and job counseling for outplacement companies such as Wright Management Associates, Lee Hecht Harrison, Drake B. Morin, and Pinellas Technical Education Centers. Gene earned an AS degree in data processing from Springfield Technical Institute, a BS degree in computer science from the University of Massachusetts, a master's in education from Cambridge College, and a teaching certificate from Westfield State College. Gene is certified to teach in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Florida. With HodgePodge Training, Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion, together with computer technology, to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. With Gene's process, thousands of individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, corporations, and five colleges, the University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Housatonic Community Technical College, and South Central Community Technical College. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802 or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. And now, the host of the Employment Opportunity Hour, Gene Hodge. Good evening. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. The purpose of the show is to help you out there that are looking for employment to find something that you enjoy doing. That's why it's called the Opportunity Hour. And so so the purpose is for you to look in the mirror, find out what it is that you like doing, and we know that you can find it out there, and we want to help you to find it. We also want to help help those people out there dealing with the current administrations talking about jobs. We want to help those people identify jobs because I don't think they know what they're talking about. And you ought to ask them all what jobs that they're talking about. But you can help them by simply telling them the things that you enjoy doing and what you like to do so they can put titles around it as, as, as things evolve. Anyway, so that's the purpose of the show. So if you're looking for a job, and you really want to put yourself on the air, we'll bring you right on. All we're going to do is ask you to tell us what you do and what do you want to do, and and hopefully somebody out there may be looking for you. So if you're looking for a job, feel free to give us a call at 727-441-3000, at 727-441-3000. And if you're an employer and you are looking for people, and if you want to run the risk of having 100 or 500 people call, you'll give us a call as well and tell us what you're looking for because we'll try to help you find that right person as well. Anyway, so that's the purpose of the show. And you can see all of our shows or past shows simply by going out on the Internet and Google, going to Google and just type in the Opportunity Employment Hour and, and we'll pop up. And so that's the way that you can contact us. And if you care to email me, then send me an email at, at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Anyway, tonight we have two experts on stage in, in the studio tonight. And they both are in the business of helping people to find enjoyable employment. And so you out there, if you have any questions, you have a way of getting three different opinions all at one time. Anyway, so the individuals that I have on the show tonight, one person, person named Larry LaBelle and then Joe Jones. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. You know, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming in. You're entirely Great. welcome. Thank you, know, you Gene. So, so, so anyway, so we, we have these, these experts here, and I want you to think of ways that any questions that you have, you know, give us a call and let us know. It's really just that simple. We'll try to help you as much as we can. Anyway, so before we get started, and we have our trusty uh, producer as well, Lee, he's always around and helping us out. 
Anyway, Lee, how you doing this evening? I'm doing very well, Gene. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, you hear some music in the background. I want you to think about you stepping out. You can step out and help this administration. You can step out and help yourself. And I really want you to really kind of catch on to what's going on out there so that you start helping you and not waiting for anybody else. Anyway, this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. We'll be right back with our guest right after this word from a sponsor. Interested in the thinking skills that you'll need on your next job? Do you wonder about what your next employer will value? In obtaining and maintaining job opportunities, you should realize that strong thinking skills are necessary. You need to identify the available job, analyze a problem on the job, find options for action, make good decisions, organize your work effectively, use logic to solve job and related problems, set up good working relationships with fellow workers, and lots more. But thinking skills don't come naturally. We need systematic training to get and use these skills with maximum effect. An exciting thinking program is called Instrumental Enrichment, and we can help you get training in these methods and also train your boss in how she or he can do the same. For more information, as well as all organizations working with the unemployed and underemployed, go to ictaweb.org. That's ictaweb.org. Or call 727-403-9475. Or call 508-527-0460. Anytime, day or evening. Thinking is critical to job success. West Coast Center for Human Development provides a variety of education, job training, and religious programs that help develop people. Their purpose is to reduce the number of people, especially minorities in prisons, mental institutions, broken homes, and those unemployed by providing training that works. Some of the programs offered are Rites of Passage for Men, Sweet and Gentle Flowers, Growing Wild for Women, Employment and Business Networking, Personal Development Seminars, Employment Training Workshops, Job Counseling, and Leadership Development Workshops. The center is located at 1100 Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue in Clearwater. For more information and schedule of activities, call 727-446-1559. That's 727-446-1559. Reverend Ray Chester is the director. Welcome back to the Employment Opportunity Hour with Gene Hodge. If you'd like to hear past shows of the Employment Opportunity Hour, simply Google Employment Opportunity Hour. If you'd like to hear us streamed live on the Internet, Google WTAN and go to the homepage. If you'd like to contact Gene via email, go to the Opportunity Hour at gmail.com. And if you'd like to give us a call, we have open phone lines, 727-441-3000, 727-441-3000. Now, back to your host, Gene Hodge. And we're back with our guests. We have two experts that are both dedicated to helping people find employment. And so, so very quickly, I'm just going to ask you to introduce yourself. Uh, Larry, tell us who you are and what you do very quickly, and if you can do it in 45 seconds or something. Yeah, my name is Larry LaBelle, Mike. I'm with Training Tamer, and I provide job search training to just about anyone who's looking for a job to help them get employed fast. And how long have you been doing it? Ten years. Great. All righty. And Joe, tell us who you are and what do you do? I'm Joe Jones. I'm the Executive Director of Career Ministries based here in Tampa. We work with churches who are concerned about their unemployed members and don't know what to do about it. We go in and we train facilitators to deliver weekly group support meetings to help them find jobs in a competitive job market. And so that's what I do, and, and it's a it's a work of love. I really enjoy doing this. Great, great. How long have you been doing it? 
I've been in the training and human resources business since 1980, so that's uh, that's about 30 years. Great, great. I ask that question because I want you all out there to start looking at age and time, looking at all the experience you have actually developed, recognizing that people have been choosing you all along. Anyway, uh, just before we get started, I know we got a caller that's eager to come on the line, and so I'm going to put you guys in the hot spot very quickly once we find out what the caller wants. <laughs> anyway, we ready? Go ahead, Maria. You're on the air. Hello, caller. Hi. How are you? I'm doing fine. And you? Good, good. However, I'd like to bring up a trend that I've noticed that seems to be the gorilla in the middle of the living room that no one wants to talk about. Um, and I believe... My own experience has been um, with what I see in the actual application process. I believe that workers over the age of 50 are being um, weeded out of the workforce, and Mm -hmm. we're also being kept from getting back into the workforce. And I'll tell you why I I believe that. Because in many job applications, with technology being what it it is, in many job applications, uh, companies prefer you to do it online. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, when you apply online, they and, and I always thought this was illegal. As a matter of fact, I know one of these questions is illegal in the state of Florida. They make it a required field for you to tell them what year you graduated from high school. Okay. Some companies are out and out asking you your age and making it a required field to tell them the year. Okay. okay. And I believe this is causing companies or, or companies are using this as a way to screen out older workers because I've applied for almost 400 jobs this way. Okay. And And I haven't even gotten the first call for an interview, and I believe that's how they're screening out the older workers. Okay, would you like to hear our opinions? Sure. Uh, Who wants to go first? Let me go first. I definitely have an opinion for you. Go for it. I can go first? Yeah, you're not going to like mine. Okay, Maria. I'm going to say this. At 50 years old and older, stop filling out applications. Period. Well, then how do you expect to get the job if you don't fill out the application? Hopefully, after 50 years, you have a network of resources around you who already know you. They know how you work. They know your personality. Use them to find out who they know that they can help you. I have tried that, and you know what I've found in this kind of environment? Uh All the networking people I know that have jobs in, uh, in other companies that are related in my field they don't want to talk to you because they're afraid of losing their own job. Okay, let me let me try to put it another way. People have been knowing you all your life. Mm-hmm. Those are the people I'm talking about. The people who already know you that can tell you about places they know of that you can do because they know titles you're totally not familiar with. That's why. So it's not a case of talking to peers, it's talking to people who know you. Yeah, so my suggestion is stop filling out applications. The other well, thing is do but you every... But know you know what, Gene? The people that uh-huh. I know <clears throat> that are working for other companies are, are, and I'll say this again, they're afraid to lose their own job, so they won't put in a word for you or let you know of any openings because they're afraid that you might end up taking their job. Well, and many of the okay. people that have known me all my life, Gene, don't have uh-huh. jobs anymore. They're retired. Uh, okay, I'm going to try to help you out <clears throat> again. <clears throat> Stop looking at jobs. Just talk to people. That's all. Stop looking at jobs at all, period. Well, let, well, let me ask you this. Just talk then. to people. Well, I want you to hear from the other people, but okay. yeah, talk to people. You're focused on the word job, which means you're directing where you think you should go. You already have the answers for that. So I'm telling you, look, look at something else for a totally different reason, and the jobs will appear. But, Larry, what would you say to that? A number of possible things. First of all, when you're looking at talking to people you know, um, how close are you to those people? And second of all, what can you do to help them before you ask them for help in terms of getting you into a company or a job or so forth? People are much more likely to help you if you've helped them first and have a strong relationship. Well, many of these people have been people I've helped get jobs in the past, and Mm -hmm. now they don't want to talk to me. There's a second avenue that a lot of people don't exploit, which is, are you familiar with LinkedIn? Yes. Social networking site? Mm -hmm. If you learn how to use that effectively, you can find contacts inside of companies that you don't know at all, build relationships with them, and 
then they can help you to, one, get hiring manager information. Two, they can help you with telling, finding out about the problems, pains, new initiatives the company's going through so that you can position yourself strongly. And those things make mm-hmm. a big difference. And they can also be the ones who can bring your resume to the hiring manager and give you a referral, especially when they're potentially going to get a referral bonus. Well, I tried that with a major communications company in my area where I live, and my next-door neighbor happens to work for them. And I did send him a copy of, I emailed him, forwarded him something I found that I applied for and asked him if he could put in a word for me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I, re, I don't know what happened, but he refuses to answer my emails, my phone calls now. He just won't talk to me. Yeah, some people are going to do that. Okay. That's just something you have to realize. There's... But there are, if you just keep plugging in it, there are going to be people who will respond, will be helpful. And when you're dealing with those people you don't know, again, if you built the relationship and provided assistance for them first, they don't know you as well as your friends. They're less likely to be intimidated by you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I understand where you're going. But still, I want to address the fact that these questions are on job applications, well, let, and yeah, they are I'll address illegal. that for you. Beg pardon? I'll address I, that I address in my too. own way. <clears throat> yeah. And they are doing things clearly when they're doing that that are illegal. And what I would suggest is if you're going to fill out those applications um, where they're asking for birth dates, mm-hmm. um, I'm a terrible typist. I make a typo that gives me 10 years. I figure if they're going to do that and they're being illegal, I'm going to do the same thing. With Social Security numbers, you can do like banks do. You can put in 777-77 and then the last real four digits of Social Security number. If they're doing illegal things... I don't no, think there's anything well, unreasonable I'm, about I'm, playing the game back. I'm not going to resort to doing something illegal well, let me, myself. Uh, Want to, to, to hear from Joe, because okay. I'm going to come back to that. But, Joe, how would you address that? Well, as, yeah. as far as the application is concerned, mm-hmm. you know, there's a couple of trains of thought on that. One is to do, like Larry suggested, and, and the, the other train of thought I have on that is, is that if they don't want someone who is your age uh, why apply there anyway? Because they're going to find out if they bring you in for an interview. Right, and right. So I, You're right. Don't, I don't think you should be ashamed of your age. Well, I think I'm not. the fact that you should exploit what your age has provided you in terms of experience. But, and the best and that, way to do that is through other people that, that know that you have that experience and have been able to have that experience demonstrated through things that you've done either for them or for organizations that they're a part of. And so right. I, I, I'd just like to reinforce what, what Gene started out by saying that was might seem controversial about stop filling out applications. The first thing you have to do is you have to look at how companies are hiring employees these days. Seventy-two percent of companies are hiring people based on known candidates, which means they're referred into the company or they already work in the company. Twenty-seven percent of companies, and this is a study by Challenger Grand Christmas that's a recent study, 27 percent of people are hired through outside sources in the applicant pool, which means through recruiters mm-hmm. and through temp agencies, and about 10 to 12 percent are actually hired through the Internet. What we find is that most people have got their job search strategy flipped 180 degrees out of phase with how companies want to hire people. They'd much rather mm-hmm. hire someone who they either know or one of their employees knows than hire someone who's a piece of paper that are, are, are electronic piece of paper that came through the Internet for an applicant. So... The, the stats are there that show the importance of getting out and demonstrating what you do well to other people. And, and part of that form might be through networking, as they've mentioned. Yeah, let me, well, let the me people just... in my industry know my work in the past. I mean, my, my resume is full of that type of experience. And people in the industry I was in know my work. They know my reputation, and they refuse to hire me because they want younger talent and, and cheaper talent. But this is, I believe, this is a, a trend in businesses around the country. Because the people you see falling off the employment rolls are people in my age group who have given up finding a job because businesses are being um, discriminatory in their hiring practices for age. Let, I mean, I'm me looking try, at let one me try to here that you I, out, Maria. Uh, okay, because I, I, I heard some things that I just want to point out. I, I heard you say what you believe. And your belief keeps keeps allowing you to go do what you keep believing you, you, you need to do, and you you're getting the same results. That's 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 the first thing. The other thing is companies don't hire people; people hire people. Right, right. So so the sooner you get in front of people, are the sooner people know 
I understand, you, and I agree with you. And you mentioned your industry. Well, mm-hmm. there's a zillion industries out there that can use right. the exact same skills that you've already demonstrated in your past for those 50 years. But you can't and get in front of someone if you can't get the first call for an interview. That's what I'm saying. I can't even get the first I, call for mm-hmm. an interview. If you're networking, there is no interview. It's all informal based on who knows who that knows who that knows who, and it's a conversation. It's not an interview. It's a conversation. So I'm suggesting that, that you know, with, with, you know, with 30, 40, 50 years of experience, you are already proven. It's allowing the others to help you instead of you looking where you're used to looking. That's all. Well, it's obvious from the job applications that they're not interested in the experience and, and what you have to offer. They're interested in hire, hiring younger people who they can pay cheaper. Because it's obvious by looking at these applications that they're breaking the law, and that's how they're weeding out the older workers. Well, let me just suggest there's a lot of older workers that are being paid top dollar because of their experience. Companies are buying experience because the more you know, the more you can use, which is the benefit to them. And so I'm suggesting you're looking in, in, in the wrong places because there are people out there that want all those years of experience. And Larry, you had something to add to that. Yeah, something you might also yeah. want to consider because it may be a way for you to get a handle on the companies that aren't going to be discriminating that way mm-hmm. is to target 20 companies, uh-huh. do research on them, find out about their their hiring practices. Do they have a good complement of older workers and do they value the, the knowledge and skills and abilities you have? And then target those companies to try to find people who can help you get in. And find out where they hang out. They all go to happy hours and social events. Find out where they go mm-hmm. and mix in with them. you have anything, Joe? I, I think those are all good suggestions. I mean, they're working with the people. I see about 100 unemployed people a week, and the ones that end up getting jobs are typically the ones who have had that job referred to them from someone else. Are you still there, Maria? Yes, uh-huh. I'm just going to suggest this. Don't give up. That's uh, one of the worst problems of, of individuals who have, have, have experience, but they've worked at the same company for a while. They give up, but the, the job market has changed. The way we go about getting jobs has changed, and the job titles are always changing because companies are reorganizing, downsizing. They're doing sure, all that. Sure. So, yeah. so there are titles that you fit into that you're not aware of. So okay. just don't give, don't give up. Start letting the other people guide you and lead you. Which means you got to give up some of that belief. Well, it's not easy in this kind That's of environment, true. I'll tell you. Not when you're up against some of the things I've been up against. Because I have literally gone through every contact I have in my industry. And no one will talk to you. I'm, I'm saying that's great. Since you've exhausted all your contacts, now you're open to everything new. Well, I'm trying, okay. but it's not working. One thing I might suggest to you, too. Um, do you attend any of the your local job seeker support groups? I did. Mm-hmm. Because I there, used to. there mm-hmm. are tons of them in the Tampa Bay area. There's like 27 of them. And it's a great opportunity to connect with other people. Um, and, like, for example, there's one called Real Estate Lies. A, lo- a large percentage of the people that go there every week, not the largest, um, are not job seekers. They're people who are volunteers to the group or leaders in the group who are well connected and can help you. Right. And Free Networking International is another organization. And they're all around the greater Tampa Bay area. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to recommend, too, when, when we start talking about networking, I like people to focus in specific areas that they're interested in. If you've got a skill, if you and I don't know what your what your talents or your skills are, what industry you're in, Maria, but if, you, if you're in an industry or in a particular job title, let's say you're an accountant, mm-hmm. uh, you need to go to meetings where accountants go. And there's always a local association. You can go to those meetings. And, yes, you'll find other people there that are looking for work. Mm-hmm. But don't just go to the meetings. Go there and volunteer to do something in the meetings. Volunteer to keep the books. Volunteer to register people. And what will happen is people will see that you're a kind person. You're also a sharp person. And it's amazing how things happen when you're giving of yourself to others. That What, you know, what can come back to you? But a lot well, of people, when they try to network, mm-hmm. will go to a Chamber of Commerce meeting. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's a wide group of people, and there's always opportunities there. But if you, if you really want to focus your networking and be productive... Focus it in the area of the skills that you most want to promote. And go to those association meetings, as Gene said. Find out where the people hang out. Just be there. Be kind to them. Give of yourself. 
And, and trust me, you can cut your job search time in half if you're willing to take a proactive job search rather than a reactive job search. Reactive meaning you kind of sit back and hope that someone responds to one of those applications or that, that your ship comes in on the Internet. That's a reactive okay. job search. Proactive is where you actually go out, you go into organizations, as Larry said, you target them, and you identify problems with those organizations. And when you do, we can show you how to write an introductory letter to get into the person who can hire you, not HR. And once you've done that, then everything else becomes kind of secondary. They, an application happens after the hiring manager has already decided to bring you on board. We see this happen every day. I know it's hard to believe, and it's a different approach. But you're in a okay. different market. You're in a competitive job market these days like no one has ever seen. So you have to do things a little bit differently. And I sure do thank you for your call and your belief in, in being able to succeed in this because you will if you stay with it. Okay, thank you for Amen. calling. Thank mm-hmm. you very much for calling. And, and uh, it's, uh, it's time for us to move on to a word from my sponsor. And this is Gene Hodge with, with Larry, LaBelle, and Joe Jones. And that's, we'll be right back with who are for my sponsor. That's a real name, Come Gene. pick our brain, if you like. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with who are for my sponsor. Wake up. Come on. Come on. Looking for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars in the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Employers, if you are looking for training that improves employee productivity and morale, call HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. They use a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. Using our process, over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, Corporations, and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Housatana Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College, to name just a few. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email hodgetrain at aol.com. That's hodgetrain at aol.com. Would you turn it up a little bit because I get kind of carried away every time I hear that because somebody was telling people to wake up. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Somebody woke me up. Now I want you to wake up. Yeah. All you politicians right now need to wake up. Stop lying. A whole bunch of you out there is telling something. It's all probably a lot yeah, so I want you all to wake up to what's really going on out there because if you're looking for real answers, we got some. But I want you also to realize that if you're looking for answers, if you haven't gotten them, wake up. And, you know, find some other resources. Find some other places to go. Find other people to talk to. You already know what you've been doing. So the answers aren't there. The answers are someplace else. Anyway, we're back with Larry and Joe. Anyway, so 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 we started out by you kind of like saying what it is that you do, but but uh, what made you get started in this? Very quickly. Yeah, this is Larry. Uh, for me, it was I had been worked for a lot of companies, software companies that were startups, and they basically once a year I was found myself out of a job. They didn't make it. And after a while, mm-hmm. I realized you know I'm learning a lot about this job search process. And suddenly saw an opportunity to start a business. Great. So I did it. You decided to go help others. Yep. Not go through what you went through. You all hear that out there? 
We're trying to prevent you from going through some of the stuff you're going through. And Joe, why are you doing this? Well, after many years of human resource and training and development experience, I found myself looking for work, and I went to a a job search support group at Idlewild Baptist Church here in Tampa. It was run by Bob Saxon, and it was was very influential. I, I saw people go in there and learning the value of having patience during a job search, the value of being persistent in a job search, and also the value of having faith, faith. as you go through that journey. Yeah, and I wanted to share that with other people. So I started a company called Career Ministries. I did research, a national survey, and found that over the survey involved a little over 8,000 churches nationally and found that 92% okay. of them weren't doing anything for their unemployed members. And not only does that hurt churches financially, not only because people don't give as much to the church, but they have benevolence funds that they have to help people with. And and so they're taking a double whammy. So I put together Mm -hmm. a nonprofit organization called Career Ministries, and we train facilitators within a church to teach weekly support group meetings for people who are going through the job search process. And we've also been able to get some good research to help us learn how to get people back to work more quickly than Mm -hmm. normal in today's competitive environment. Mm -hmm. So that's okay. what I do. It's a labor of love, and I, I really enjoy it. Okay, okay. Yeah, so now you hear, you, you heard it. See, all of that experience that you have gained, it's valuable. And you can all find another way of using that experience. Go share what it is that you know. Go help prevent someone from going through what you went through because you have the knowledge. Anyway, so 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 that's why you're doing all that. Okay, so you have a purpose. Are you... Do you like it? I love what I do. Enjoyable? And I particularly love the fact that, you know, I love it when somebody comes back and says, I got a job. Yeah. Isn't that nice? That lights up my day. Yeah. It's nice to know that other people appreciate whatever you gave them and they come back and tell you, you know, and so so that's, you know, that's the ideal thing. Anyway, so, so, so you're doing, you're doing what you love. And you're getting results. And so, 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 so what do you need that, that if I could help you, what do you need in terms of something that would help your business, help you feel more gratified? Because uh, that's what we're here for, opportunity. So if you had an opportunity to get what you want, what would you want? You know, this is Larry. I, yeah. It's less of what I need for my business. It's more a matter of if somebody's out there who needs a job, call oh, me. Call them. And if you're if you're somebody who wants to start up a support group, call me. I'll be thrilled to help you on boot counts. Great. We'll give you that information a little later in the show. But but uh, yeah, call them. You know, call them. Call them. Call. Always make resources help you. You can't make them help you. You know, to be a choice. But they can help you if they don't know you want their help. So, you know, so anytime somebody says call them, call them. Write them. Email. I suggest you try to do everything in person because it doesn't really matter what you do online and applications still going to come down to when you get in front of somebody. So I suggest trying to get in front of somebody first so you can make friends, establish relationships. Like Joe said, Joe, how about you? What's your well, wish? First, list? let me say this. Larry's kind of modest. Larry is yeah, probably the top is. job search coach in yeah. the, the entire Tampa Bay area, and he didn't pay you know? me to say that either. I was going to say <laughs> I was going to. Thank you, Joe. I, I was going to say you a second. When, as far as what I need or career ministries, we need to get into churches and talk with the leadership in churches, not necessarily the pastor, but lay people who are interested in helping people that are unemployed because that's what we do. We can come in and do a one-day workshop that's kind of like drinking out of a fire hose. We throw a lot of information at someone, but it gives them everything they need to do to find a job in today's competitive environment. The other thing we do is we help them set up these weekly support groups which are really helpful in the long term. And I train the facilitators so the church doesn't have to depend on me. And we've got a 150-page book that has 16 modules that are faith-based that will help you get where you need to go. So what I need is I just need exposure into churches that are wanting to help their unemployed members. We're willing to work with them at very very little cost. And uh, th- that's what would help me the most, Gene. Great, great, great. Yeah, see, see so, so, so I want to help even these people on the show, because they've found something that they enjoy doing, 
But I want to help them to give you some better answers, give you some better solutions, you know, and and so, so I want to help them help you. Anyway, so it's those types of things that 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 I want you to know that these people can do. Anyway, so so uh, let's see. We're going to run out of time in a few seconds. But what I'd like to do before we go to our, our, our next topic, what I'd like to have you do is to think about if you have any questions out there, now's the time to get th- these two individuals in addition to me to kind of help you out. Anyway, so I'd like to have you think about that. If you, cho- you choose to do that, give us a call. 727-441-3000 and we will be we'll look forward to your call or we'll be talking anyway but we'll be right back after word from our sponsor but not just yet but you hear a little bit about this song Frank Sinatra's song we normally play it at the end the purpose is because you have two individuals here including myself we're doing it somewhat our way We know you can do it your way because of your unique skill sets, your unique skills and abilities. And for most of you, it's already proven. It's actual. It's been demonstrated. It's factual. And so you can do it your way. You don't know what titles to call it. We do. That's all. But the skills belong to you. And the reality is they're not for you anyway. They're designed for you to go share what you have been blessed to have given. And so, so we're sharing what we've got. You should be sharing what you have, because you can indeed do it your way. Anyway, we'll be right back with a word from our sponsor, and we'll pick this up with Larry and Joe. You're listening to the Employment Opportunity Hour with Gene Hodge. If you'd like to hear previous programs of the Employment Opportunity Hour, just go to Google and type in Employment Opportunity Hour, and we're the first result in this area. If you'd like to contact Gene, email him at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. And if you'd like to see us streamed live in video, right now you can go to your computer, go to tantalk1340.com, or just Google WTAN. And finally, if you'd like to call in, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. 727-441-3000. 727-441-3000. And we'll be right back after this. The West Coast Center for Human Development provides a variety of education, job training, and religious programs that help develop people. Their purpose is to reduce the number of people, especially minorities in prisons, mental institutions, broken homes, and those unemployed by providing training that works. Some of the programs offered are rites of passage for men, sweet and gentle flowers growing wild for women, employment and business networking, personal development seminars, employment training workshops, job counseling, and leadership development workshops. The center is located at 1100 Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue in Clearwater. For more information and schedule of activities, call 727-446-1559. That's 727-446-1559. Reverend Ray Chester is the director. I noticed a dislocated workers program of which um, Mr. Hodge was the director. And uh, his program was very, very beneficial to me. I really wasn't that familiar with computers, and I was quite concerned about it because I thought that you needed that skill to um, be in the workforce productively. But I realized from his program that it's much, much more than computers, and uh, I learned um, a great deal from the program, and I really don't know how he went about it. All right, I want you to think about coming out, going to make something happen, because you can go make it happen. And the best way to make it happen is dealing with with it. 
If you're looking for employment, go out there and make it work. You can't get it by sitting home. Anyway, we're back with Larry LaBelle and Joe Jones. And so, I was asking the question before the break, what do we need? And Joe, you had something that uh, you are thinking about. And something that had to do with age. Well, in yeah. our different support groups, we find that the average age is people that are over 40. And so our caller earlier was very appropriate with her concerns. But you know the interesting thing, a lot of people think they're finished by the time they're 40 in the workplace and that's not exactly true i was taught you start living at age 40 well in many cases that that (laughs) might be in the workplace because you by then you know what you do well and that's that's you need to you need to know that but the the, uh, a recent study showed that actually the the group with the lowest unemployment is people Mm -hmm. over age 50 and as far as the average length of time to find a job the average length of time to find a job right now is 30.6 weeks and if you're over 50, the average length to find a job is 35 and a half weeks. So we're about five weeks longer to find work if you're over 40. And there's a lot of advantages, actually, to being over 40 as far as your skills and how they can be used if you know how to position them with a company that you're interested in. So, uh, you know, don't let the fact that you feel like you're over 50. I'm turning 60 in a month, and I just found employment three months ago. So there's hope for all of us. I'm going to just say that at age over 40, I stress the importance. You're only going to live once. And at age 40, if you're not doing what you enjoy doing, I'm not sure when you're going to get another shot at it. So now's the time to really go do what you want to do over age 40, even over age 50. The reason is you already have all of the skills and abilities, and it's already been proven. That's the reason you could be going to do what you want to do unless you're going to live another life. Anyway, so, you know, so over 40 is is an asset. Over 50 is an asset. When you like you and you're proud of your accomplishments and your past, you'll start to go tell other people, and believe me, you'll find a bunch of people who want you. Most people go to the wrong places. They go to places they went when they were 30 or when they were 20 because, they, because people forget uh Experience. They forget, uh, and it's not experience. It's accomplished, known experience. Yeah. 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 One of the things, too, that I think people are neglecting is obviously, you know, trying to get into the company in the first place is one challenge. But I think on the other side is when you actually get into the company, you're talking to people in an interview. um, A lot of people who are older fail to get the job because they're not letting their passion show they're not showing how they can benefit mm-hmm. the company mm-hmm. and if you can do those things if you've found specific problems that the company has and you can solve them and you can demonstrate that with history from your yeah. previous jobs you can win a job and you can win it at the salary you deserve great yeah so that that that's where that that so-called interview comes in people are listening for how would you do it and if all you're doing is answering a question and you didn't put you in it as to how you would solve their problem most likely you could not get that job. They're looking for answers. They have a problem. They have a job opening. They're looking for somebody to tell them how they would do it. They're listening for you. Yeah. I'll give you an example, too, of someone that I just worked with recently. Um, She was applying for a job. I won't say the name of the company, but it's a place where the salary ranges were pretty fixed and unlikely to to bend. Uh, She was a graphic designer. She not only won the job, they came up with discretionary funds to pay for giving her an extra two grand, mm-hmm. and they gave her bonuses, and mm-hmm. they promised her some other things. She showed up so powerfully in that interview and what she could deliver. They didn't want to lose her. Even in today's time. Absolutely. Yeah, it's going on out there right now. The only difference is, is how do you find out where they are? I'm going to just suggest in today's time, hopefully somebody's recommending you after all these years. Other than that, you're doing it all alone. And you already know the results of doing it all alone. It's not pleasant. It's not happy. You know, referrals are the key. You need to find out who's in your corner. They're in your corner anyway. It's 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 you letting them know or you know that they're there. You know, so anyway, so that's, yeah. You know, that's what happens when you're over 40 or over 50. Any other thoughts right quick? 
Yeah, I think the, the, the idea of showing enthusiasm, 60% of HR people tell you that older people, people that are over 40, don't have the kind of enthusiasm and passion for the work that they're looking for for the job. So you might want to consider that when you go into an interview. And the other thing is how you present yourself. If you go in with kind of a bad attitude or, well, you probably don't want to pay me as much as I need or, you know, I'm, I, you need to go in with a, with a positive attitude. That sounds very obvious, but it's amazing to me how many people I've interviewed over the years who've come in with a chip on their shoulder. So, you know, be aware of that when you get the opportunity to enter, not just to interview in a formal interview, but people that you meet networking. The more positive you are, that's contagious mm-hmm. and it rubs mm-hmm. off. And that's the kind of people that will probably refer you into a company. There you go. Now, you've been told all your life, and I'm pretty sure you've told others, find something you enjoy doing. That's where the enthusiasm and the passion it's demonstrated. That's where it comes out. That's what we see. And if it's not there, why should we hire you? It's really just that simple. If it's not there, why should we hire you? Especially if you're in a job that involves working around people. The only time you get a chance to demonstrate it is right then and there. If it doesn't come out there, then it's not there. Gene, I've got to reinforce that. 71%, and I know I sound like a statistics machine, but 71% of the people in the workforce today are disengaged with their work. They're there, mm-hmm. but they're not there. They're, not there. they're, yeah. they're doing the time to collect mm-hmm. the dime. And what happens is that leads to, to miserable people when you think about it. And if you're looking for work and you accept work that you know is not what's in your heart and what you do the best, you're going to be mm-hmm. falling into what's called the time trap. You're going to end up looking for another job within about six weeks. And unless you really enjoy job search, and most yeah. people don't, <laughs> It's a good idea to focus on what you do best and what you really love and where that intersects with the needs of the marketplace. So I agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying, Gene. There's no way you can be productive when when you're doing something you don't want to do. That's right. There's no way that can happen. Anyway, go ahead, Larry. Yeah. One thing, too, that I think you can do, like in a resume, for example, since it's a piece of paper, they don't really get to see your personality, but... Something new I've been recommending to the people I work with is right after your professional summary at the top, put in a session called How I Can Help You and come up with at least Great. three ways based on your research Great. about how you can help yeah. them. And the more specific you can be, the better. You think that's going to make yeah. a difference on their, how they're looking at you? You bet. Yeah, yeah. See, most people, I think most people don't even understand that word job. And, and, and I define a job, you know, the employer or the company they have something that needs to be done, and they're looking for somebody to do it. And really, it's almost as simple as you telling them how you would do it. You can't do it the way someone else did it because you have a unique skill set. So, so the key is how you would do it because they're looking for somebody to help solve their problem. They need something done. It's really almost that simple, telling them how you would do it. That's all. And so, you know, that's, that's something I just recommend. Anyway, did you have anything else that you wanted to – you had a list of stuff down there. Yeah, I just said something quick I just wanted to bring up that I just found in some current research that uh, some sort of new requirements for 2011 that aren't about showing accomplishments that are related to money, either saving it or making it for the company. Some new things that they're starting to look at are transformational leadership. Uh, They're looking at teamwork and particularly how did you influence retention. Because it's very expensive to recruit and hire an employee, and if they're a bad hire, too, then you've got to replace mm-hmm. them again. The average cost is $72,000 to replace a professional, mm. with all costs included. Yeah, so, so that's, it's expensive. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's, what the, that's what the employers are thinking about. You know, when you say what the employer wants, you realize how much money they're putting into you to get you to go perform. And if you don't perform, realize how much they've lost looking for you you know so that's yeah that's a key point very very key point yeah you know when you when it what it boils right down to if you're looking for work there's four things that employers want that they're looking for in you so you might want to remember what these four things are because if you can meet these four you'll get a job the first one is they want to know if you're qualified and that's what your resume does if you come in with a resume they wouldn't bring you in if you weren't qualified so that's the first one are you qualified The second thing is they want to see if you can fit into the organization. Like Larry said, they're looking for people to be part of a team, and they want to see if you'll fit into their culture. So that's number Mm. two. The third thing that companies are looking for is they want to see what kind of risk you might present. 
you might be able to fit in on the team, but there might be other risks that they have in hiring you. For example, if you're overage and they underpay you, you might leave the job or just the opposite. So the third thing is risk. And the fourth thing is, can they afford you? So when you go in for an interview or if you're just networking with people, if you can somehow succinctly present yourself that four things, first, you're qualified. Second, you can fit into their culture. Third, there's no risk in hiring you. And fourth, they can afford you. You've gotten to where you want to be in the job search. Great. Now, the flip side of that, if you can't find what you want, start your own business. That's right. Do it yourself. Remember one other thing, too? Yeah. Adding on to what Joe's saying, too. The number one reason I think people hire is they like you. If you don't show up as being a likable person to them, you're not going to win. Mm-hmm. That's, part of that. That's right. And especially at age 40 or 50, I'm going to say you ought to know that by now. <laughs> so think about that. You've had all these years to demonstrate it. If it's there, it's there. And if it's there, the worst thing you can do is not show it when, the, when it's time. Anyway, uh, very quickly, we got like a minute left. How can we contact you, Larry? Yeah, uh, you can contact me. Again, it's Training Tamer Incorporated, and you can contact me via email at Larry LaBelle, L A B E L L E, at Training Tamer, and that's T A M E R dot com. Okay, got it. And I uh, got a phone number or anything yeah, like phone that? Phone number is 813 924 8404. And website, all that we got. The website is www.trainingtamer.com. Great, great, great. And Joe, how can we find you? I'll give you two things to get in touch with Career Ministries. First, uh, you can reach me at Career Ministries at 813-960-1876 in Tampa. 813-960-1876. Or you can go to my website, which is www.careerministries.com or .org www.careerministries.com or .org. Great, great. Thank you, thank you very much for, for coming on the show, giving us your expertise, and sharing your time with us. We really appreciate that. I'm pretty sure you've helped somebody out there. And, and that's what we're here for, to create opportunity. And we want to create happiness and enjoyable. Make, make things enjoyable for you as well as whoever you're doing it for. Make it enjoyable for them, too. And so, now you hear the music again, that you can do it your way. And so, you hear that. Live a life that's full, especially those of you that are already over 40. Make it full. Anyway, this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. What I want you to do is go out there and make something happen and call the show and tell us. We'll look forward to hearing something from you next week, and we're out of here. I've had a few, but then again. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa, St. Petersburg. WDCF, Dade City, Zephyr Hills, and Wesley Chapel. And KLRG, Sheridan, Little Rock, Arkansas.